0: Hello, and welcome to the Growing in the Good Life podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Roberts, and today we are talking about the economics of gardening. I want to dive right into this topic because it's so important to me. It's probably the number one thing about gardening that I'm most passionate about is how beneficial it is and how accessible and how affordable it is, and how not only is it affordable, but it's also key to being able to afford nutritious food for your family, especially now in 2023 and beyond, really. So we have seen food interruptions, supply chain issues, we've seen super hot temperatures, we've dealt with drought, we've dealt with waves of different types of scenarios hitting us, and the result is always the same. It seems like a surprising uh, throttle of our supply a surprising reduction in our supply a surprising increase in prices to the point that many of us are priced out of certain foods and the feeling is one of overwhelming helplessness and you know it's it's kind of bringing back the way we felt a couple years back when everything w- was shut down and everything was not you know nothing was really that accessible to us and So I have always been passionate that growing food is beneficial and worth it, but it's never been more worth it. And I've had a couple people say, you know, oh, well, I tried to garden a few years back, but it really didn't make financial sense. And so it's just not worth it financially. And I wanted to look at my numbers because I feel firmly that it is worth it. And there are some things that... If, if you're not growing your own food, you don't realize there are some things that happen, some changes in your behavior that start to happen when you do grow your own food. And I want to talk to you about those before I get into the numbers of exactly what I spent in my garden last year. What were the costs? What were the inputs? And what did I harvest? What's the dollar value of what I harvested from my garden? And I, this was really important to me to share this, to put it together. I wanted to know... Know for my own. Like I knew the rough numbers, but I really wanted to know what those details look like. And so I put them together um about three, four weeks ago. And um super, super amazing, super, super eye-opening numbers, and just really good stuff to see. And so I wanted to share with you guys what those numbers were. So um Uh, I I do want to touch on that change that happens when you grow your own food. Um, If you were to say, if you were to base whether or not you should grow a garden on how much food you buy from the store in the produce section, then you would probably not start a garden. And if I were to base whether or not I started a garden on how much I bought from the grocery store produce, then I would never have started a garden. Uh, the truth of the matter is that your eating habits change when you have fresh food available, when you have fresh, affordable, delicious food available that you can pick at its prime whenever you want and fix it however you want. And you have a supply that only you dictate, your eating habits will change. So you might say, well, you know, I don't really eat much of the food at the grocery store because I don't like the way their their tomatoes taste and I don't like this and I don't like that. And I get it. I agree. I actually agree. Not only do I understand, but I'm in the same boat. But what I can tell you is that when you grow your own food you will start to only want to eat your own food, which helps you have this debt reduction, or not debt reduction, but this cost improvement snowball because you don't want to buy food from the grocery store. You want to grow it yourself and the economics of that is much better. Uh, So when you're able to grow delicious food, you will eat that delicious food. And the more you grow, the more you eat, the more varieties you try, the more you will start to insist on your own food. And it really is a beautiful thing. It is a cost-effective thing. It is great for your mental health. It's great for your physical health and your well-being and your connection to nature. And I honestly think without getting too like out there, I think that what we've been doing with our world and what we've been doing with our capabilities We've really gotten ahead of ourselves physically. I I don't know that we were built. I don't know that we're built to be able to handle. I don't think our bodies and our frames can handle the anxiety that this type of technological advances that these things produce in us. I think we're... I think there's a real need for my human body to get back to basics. I feel better when I have my hands in the soil. I feel more connected when I when I see the sun rise and set and I and I'm away from the technology that these these fast-paced, you know, advances that I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that for me, I have to make a concerted effort to get back to nature, to take a few things back to basics. And it was a really empowering moment when I realized it's okay for, for your food to take a while to grow. It's okay for you to immerse yourself in that process. It's okay for you to enjoy waiting for those eggplant to ripen so that you can cook them for that dish as opposed to rushing off to the store to get some big bitter eggplant that you don't really even want to eat. It's okay to be involved with that process of the growing around you. And not only is it okay, but I crave it and I, I need my food to be that meaningful. And so if it takes a little longer or it takes a little bit more attention, it's all worth it to me. So I I love it Even if it wasn't cost effective, I would still do it, but it is cost effective. And I want to just throw some numbers your way so that you understand what I have put into the garden this last year and what I got out of it. So for the calendar year of 2022, uh, the cost of the water that I irrigated the garden with was $200. The cost of the amendments and the soil, so that means any sort of potting soil, any sort of fertilizer amendments throughout the entire calendar year was $200 as well. For grow lights and other items like grow lights, trays, i think my total was somewhere between 5 5 or $50 and $100. Seeds were probably right around 200. So when all is said and done, when you have the seed trays that I started things in, the soil, the amendments, any of the organic pesticides that I used, I used BT and I did use uh, neem oil for some beetle infestations on my beans at one point in the height of the summer. So all together in a 10th acre garden, which is 30 rows of, I think I have 30 rows, 20 feet long a- inside a deer fence. I invested $701 in what I spent for that calendar year. And the value of the food that I p- produced and harvested and ate was $5,500. $5,500. And I sold some of it as well, because for certain varieties, we had more than we could eat. And I canned some and I dried some and preserved some in other ways. And I have to tell you like that if you do the numbers is like a seven, eight time investment or return on your investment seven to eight time return on your monetary investment. That's what I saw. That's including the water, including the soil, including the amendments, including the seeds, any plants, any seed potatoes, the garlic, all that stuff that I buy. Everything that went into it uh, was, you know, about $60 a month. And that was around $15 a week. And I got out of it, you know, what is 55? Like right around... Like 500, if it was 500, it would be 6,000. So, right around $450 a month return, or it came back to me um, in the value of the garden. And these are just foods that, yes, they had a dollar value of close to $500 a month. But they also taste better than their counterparts at the store. They're also much more available than their counterparts at the store. I didn't have to drive anywhere to get them. They're in my backyard or they're in my dad's backyard and I would visit him anyway. So that's really – I saw a seven-time return on my investment in my garden this year and I don't even do it for the money I do it because the food tastes better. I do it because I don't use pesticides. I use things like, uh, like BT and neem oil sparingly. Um, most of the time, I will try to pull pests off of my plants and dispose of them instead of killing them. Um, all of our fertilizers are organic. Um, you know, I know what I've put on the food. I know I haven't put anything on the food that I'm not, that I don't trust, that um, – it doesn't say organic. So I, and I use it sparingly, even then, you know, I don't use a ton of these products to get me where I need to be. Uh, I just, I have some, I have bug damage in my garden. You know, if bugs aren't eating your food, there's something wrong with your food. So I, and it's accessible and my life's work and passion and everything that i really, really want to do with my life is to, is to keep sharing the message that it's worth it that the value and the benefits far outweigh any of the investment or money or time. And I will never stop saying that. And I was really happy to share this with you because I wanted to put pen to paper to find out exactly what the math is. And that's the math. I put $700 in and I got $5,500 out. So that is some compelling math. I hope that you found this helpful. I know that you could spend your time with anyone and you chose to spend it with me. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day and rest of your week and get out there and get growing.